Agogi Fight League presents the Habits of a Champion podcast. Our mission is to help you on your journey to becoming a champion by sharing the habits of those that are champions or are doing their best to achieve greatness in their life. Now, let's go to co-founders Stephen Modlin and Chuck Farmer for Habits of a Champion. Welcome to Habits of a Champion. I hope everyone's out there enjoying their journey towards being a champion and whatever it is, you want to be a champion again. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to enter the Agogi. Very excited to have Coach Irvin Jones back with us. He did uh, one of our very first episodes and great to have Coach back with us. And one of his star fighters is with us today, Travis Lawrence. He has uh, been with us at Agogi Fight League several times already been a big part of what we're doing and he's got a great story to tell so first of all uh, welcome travis we're glad to have you man appreciate it chuck thank you all for having me once again as well and coach is back good to have you coach yeah man glad to be back chuck so real quick i want to take just a minute and do a little commercial two things i want to share with you be looking to buy tickets to our next fight card that's on december 8th back at the patron event center in Madison, Tennessee. Tickets should be going on right now, fighterticks.com. Be looking for a Gogi Fight League 4. There's going to be some special things going on December 8th. But also on December 7th, our weigh-ins are going to be at a unique place, Coach. You want to tell us a little bit about where the weigh-ins are going to be and why it's so special? Oh, man. So the weigh-ins going to be in our, in our new gym, man. And, uh, Wow. It's so special, man, because uh man, it's it's ours. <laughs> it's our gym, man. And uh we all me, Chuck, Steven went the biz together, and I know it's gonna be uh grand, man. I'm I'm excited, man. And uh it's like a dream come true. And I, I know we can really change and impact some lives, <laughs> right, Chuck? That's right, absolutely. That's what we're all about. A gogi fight league and a gogi training center. That's the name of our gym, a gogi training center. We're all about helping people. You know, that's what it's about, is helping people grow. Just like this podcast, we want to help people grow and become champions in whatever their journey is. It doesn't have to be in fighting, but we use that as an example. And we use this as our our place where our feet are landed, where God put our feet on the grass we're at. We're going to be great where we are. We can't wait to tell you more about Agogi Training Center. In the meantime, be sure and follow both Agogi Fight League and Agogi Training Center on social media. Uh, we're just getting started with Agogi Training Center you should be able to find that, I think, on TikTok already. But uh, be sure and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. <clears throat> You'll be learning more as we go. So very excited about that, Coach. Very excited. And, man, a lot of people are excited, Chuck. I told you I'm, I'm going to pack it out. Mark my word, man. I, I love We're that. We're going to pack it out. That's on right. Bronner Avenue in Madison. So we'll tell you more about that as we go. But it's also in Madison there on Bronner Avenue. Uh, we're going to be opening that up real soon. But the December 7th, the weigh-ins are going to be there be kind of our un, our official grand opening on that December 7th. So uh, looking forward to hearing more about that. All right, Travis, yes, let's yes. get started. Um, man, you've been through a great journey here lately. And man, especially here over the last few months, you've had a lot of things going on. You've got a lot of recognition for a fight that happened on our card. And then you had another card. So if you don't mind, kind of start back and just tell a bit about big picture. What are some of your big picture goals personally and in fighting? First of all, tell us about your goals. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely, Chuck. Uh, man, big picture. Long story short, is definitely the professional level with it. Um, we got it. We got some things to accomplish before we get there for sure. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go down that punch list, and I promise we're gonna check every one of them off 
uh, Coach Irv, he, man, he's been with me since the jump, and he ain't steered me wrong yet. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep following in them footsteps. He, he's been down this road before, you know, and it's mm -hmm. always good to follow somebody that, that actually knows what they're talking about, man. Um, you know, uh, even everybody around me that's met Coach already uh, from the outside of the fighting world looking in, they're like, you know, you really got you a good coach. He cares about you. He cares about your guy, his guys, you know, and he ain't steered me wrong in, in one avenue of the fight game yet. So we're just going – we're going to keep following – in the foot in the footprints that he's setting out there for us, we're gonna go down that punch list and do what we got to do. But professional is definitely the long term goal with it. Uh, we mm -hmm. just got to keep staying disciplined and doing what we got to do to get there for sure. I love that. Yep, and we're on the right track. We're on the right track. I love that. You know, and coach, you were just hitting on a couple things kind of in my mind when you guys are talking. One is discipline. We talk about that a lot, and coach, you talked about that a lot in our episode. Yeah. So we'll talk about that some. But also, I love the idea that. There's a punch list. There's a plan. There's a focus. You know, uh, Travis, you start, and then Coach, you give us a few minutes on how you got to actually, you know, you think about being fighting, you think you just go out there and fight. But you guys actually have a plan. You're focused. You have a step-by-step -step process. Uh, yes, we – everything, you know, uh, you got to have a plan. Because uh, uh, I tell them, uh, if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail. So uh, every every time I work with them or teach them, I, I look at the guy, see what he does. And right now, all of them on a beginner level, so it's easy right now. But like as Travis climbs and the rest of them climb the pro, it's going to get a little more complicated. Why? Because competition is going to get more complicated, as it should. But they'll be ready. But right now, I always uh, give them a plan. Tell them to stick to us, tell them to be calm. And, you know, and it's been working because all of them have been uh, seeing success uh, with, wow. within the ring and in with weight cuts and in with strength, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I got a good group of guys, man, and uh, they don't give me any trouble, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a good good mixture of guys, man. So, yeah, Love it. We, we we own it. Travis, tell us a little bit about that, the the focus and the having the, the plan of action. Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, from the, from the jump, I kind of – I'll say this, my personal opinion, I think Coach can kind of agree. My very first kickboxing fight, Chuck, I kind of threw myself at it. Uh, probably earlier than expected, than, than I probably needed to. Even mm. though I got the job done early, it pro I wasn't ready by no means. And uh, I realized that, you know, I had a lot of training after that fight to get prepared for the kickboxing fight I did for a gogi. Um, and, man, I've seen a, a crazy difference, a crazy difference just from the, the discipline and the work I put in, the commitment that I had every day. You know, even if I work long hours at work, I still made my way to coach's house, you know. Um, and we got it in no matter what. And not only that, but, like, when it came down to staying disciplined with the weight cut, I started cutting weight. And I'd never cut no weight before, so I didn't know <laughs> nothing about weight cut. Coaches the whole time's like, just listen to me. I got you. Trust me. I yeah. got you. And it, you can ask <laughs> that's my, him. That's my words. <laughs> you can ask him. I worry about that weight more than anybody. Um, he but called me on my phone, man. I'm just going to throw my phone out the doggone window, <laughs> man. Like, I don't want to hear that about like Travis. You're good, man. Shoot. But, he but, called me more than really, my mom, man. man. It, it boils down to just, just like you're saying, you, you got you to gotta have a plan with everything. Not only in the fight game. Not only in a fight camp. In a oh. training camp, you know. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I probably need to get back to it. But I used to work, wake up 
Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, I'd sit down at my table and I'd have my coffee and I'd schedule my whole week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'd have a plan all week. What bills need to be paid, where I need to go. Man, that's huge. I think a plan for, you know, everyday life, even if you wake up and make your to-do list today, it's huge to have a plan in order. That way, it, you know, a goal, a goal without footprints to get there is really just a dream. I yeah. Love I love that. I say, I like that too. I coach salespeople. I'm a coach too, coach, but I've coached salespeople. And one of the very first things I go over with them is calendaring. And you calendar your week out. We do block calendars and you can put on Excel spreadsheet. You can make it colors, different things are different colors. And I'm really big on planning your days out and blocking time so that you can use them, be the most efficient you can possibly be. And I think everyone can learn from that. And like you said, having your week doesn't mean things won't happen and you can reschedule and change around, but have a block mm -hmm. calendar and use the most of your time. So real quick, I want to get in a couple of things. First of all, you obviously had a tremendous fight with us at AFL three. Um, you had, as far as we can tell, the fastest knockout in amateur MMA history of two seconds. Tell us a little bit about the aftermath of that. Was that good? You got a lot of recognition. It was picked up by Sports Illustrated. Um, if you haven't had a chance to look that up, look it up, people. That was awesome. But also, did that bring expectations? Tell us a little about the aftermath, and then we're going to go from there. Uh, yeah, man, definitely. I think it, it definitely opened up some avenues for me, uh, not only me, but my team as well, um, and that's huge. So, uh, like, there's there's been definitely a, a lot of promotions reaching out and just messaging me on Facebook trying to get us to come down and, um, not only that, man, but it's like that's what you want as a fighter. You know, even as my first kickboxing fight, I've tried to promote myself as big as I can, as much as I can, get, get my sponsors, promote them. I just like Irv told me from day one, like, go get you some sponsors, promote yourself, do what I didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I'm going to steer you right. And he has. So I just think like the eyes, the exposure is what I've been wanting, to be honest. Um, but now it's just about following through and, you know, showing up now, now I got to show up because now, now there's going to be more eyes on me that I'm going to be put to the test. Now it's all about showing up and doing what I got to do now. I love mm -hmm. it. That's awesome. Tremendous. Yeah. Well, as a part of that, you did end up going to Panama city beach for a big fight mm -hmm. down there and coach had to help you prepare, or do some things you maybe never done before. He traveled down there. Tell us a little bit about that experience, and particularly there's something that happened out of the ordinary that caused you some frustration, yet Coach talked you through that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, man, <laughs> originally from the jump, Impact Promotions in Panama City, they reached out, of course, like several other promotions, and they reached out and they wanted us to come down. Uh, and they took good care of me and the team. So, you know, logistically it made sense to go, and we went on down there, had a good fight. Um, but in the locker room before the fight, the incidents you're talk the incident you're talking about is one of the moments where you just got to dig deep and just stick to the plan and listen to your coach or your mentor around you and just do what they say, man. Because uh, we was about 15 minutes before making the walk, and uh, I've already done all my mitt work, got real warm, was kicking with Irv, um, and then me and Zach did a few little grappling exchanges. Nothing crazy. Freak incident, my knee popped. I screamed and went down and immediately thought, you know, this is the worst scenario possible. Um, but immediately <laughs> coach was like, 
as calm as you can be. Cool, calm, and collected coach comes yeah. over there. Calm down. You're good. You're fine. Hands me a BC powder. Drinks it. <laughs> takes it with some water. Put the ice on my knee. Yeah. Hey, man, told me to put my headphones back on, get back in the zone. And I did, yep. man. We we went out there and we got the job done. Dude made me fight for nine whole minutes. Made me grapple the whole time. Um, but we got it done. Do we got it done. That's awesome. Tell us about that, Coach, about through tough times being focused and staying in the moment and not going crazy and losing our, our focus. Yeah. So with that, uh, with that, Chuck, I've been, uh, you know, fighting for a while, and my coach was always calm. And uh, when I put Chrisman in the Waco tournament, we had to take a little test. So on the test, it says the fighter feels what the coaches feel. So just picture is Travis hurt his knee, and he like, oh, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Travis really going to be worried now because I'm worried. So now he worried, I'm worried, I'm panicking. I'm so now it's all discombobulated. So for my teachings and my learning, my experience, I said, calm down, because I know you ain't torn nothing, because I know what it's like to tear a knee. Say, calm down, relax, give you a painkiller, you're going to be all right. And then the water's calm. See what I'm saying? So as a coach, you have to be the cool-headed one. You have to be the level-headed one. And actually, coaching these guys have made me grow up even more. You know what I'm saying? Because now I can't – I'm in a position of leadership. So you, your, 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 your troops go as the leader go. So now I got to set the standard. And I told them we the gold standard. So if we're going to be the gold standard – I have to, you know, be the leader and, you know, show them what the gold standard is. So when he, when he tore his knee, I said, just, just calm down. You good? Relax. Relax. Get in the zone. We going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we prepared for. So it, it worked out perfectly, man. I love it. Worked that. out perfectly. What a great story on both ends. And and I agree with you 100%. That's a great example for leaders out there that you have to be the one that sets the tempo and sets the tone. You know, you need mm -hmm. to be a thermostat not a thermometer, you set the level, you're not going to respond as a thermostat, a thermometer does, but you're the thermostat, you set the level. What a great example. And I don't know if you've heard yep. of this or not, but one of the things I like to share with people is the level, is the law of the lid. The law of the lid. And what that means is the team cannot go any further than the level of the coach or the leader. If there's mm -hmm. a manager of a restaurant and that manager is a five out of a 10, that team can't be any more than a five. Yeah. If there is a coach of a football team and that coach is a five, that team can only be a five. And so you as a leader, coach, you're talking about how you've grown as a man and as a leader because you mm -hmm. have to be this way. And it's not just, I'm sure, now in your coaching, but in your personal life. You don't yeah. go crazy if something happened in your personal life. You're able to stay calm. So what yes. a great example uh, for our team mm -hmm. and for our people listening. I hope you really get a lot out of that. So – if you don't mind, Travis, give us your last few thoughts on this journey you're on and where you're headed and maybe <clears> share a thought with our listeners. And then, Coach, I'll let you give us a last thought as well. Yeah, absolutely, uh, man. Uh, I just appreciate you having me on again, Chuck. But for sure, the goal is to just definitely stay disciplined, listen to what Coach says, keep knocking out that punch list, checking off what we got to check off, and uh, keep keep my head on the right path and stay working, man, stay the course. Keep my boots strapped up and keep on chugging. Yeah, but, uh, man. We're gonna we're gonna try to get as many in as we can, striking and MMA. Um, 
jujitsu as well. We're going to try to stay as active as we can for the next few years to get to that goal. Um, and that, you know, not, not just the fight game, but as well in life, you know, you got to stay disciplined. You got to have a plan. You got to put that plan into action. If you ever wanted to achieve your goals, you know, um, that's what it boils down to. One day we're going to be having an episode of this podcast with you as a professional fighter. Um, Can't wait for that day. All right, coach, Mm -hmm. give us the last thought. Uh, last thought, uh, last thought is, um, far as, uh, like Travis said, staying on the goal. And this is just not for Travis. It's, uh, this is for all my fighters and all the future fighters come. Uh, stay, you know, we're going to keep training, stay on the right path. Uh, making sure uh, we're doing what we need to do. Plus, I, I, another thing on, you know, resting. Resting the body. Resting the body. Because everybody needs to rest. Because another thing, why he hurt his knee, he was tired. Because he'd been in camp for months. So you got to get your body rest. But if we... Uh, if we continue on the path we're going, Chuck, man, we're going all the way to the top, man, because we really made some noise uh, with a Gogi fight lead. Uh, we got this gym coming, man. Like, it's going to, like, 2024 uh, is going to be our year, man. Right. I can really see it, man. And we're going to do some big things. I'm so excited. Uh, right. man, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I agree. And, and for those of you listening, stay with us. Follow us on this journey. That's what this podcast is all about, the journey to greatness, to being a champion in all areas of your life. <clears> so today – Coach and Travis have given us some great examples of being disciplined, but also having a plan and also staying calm. And as a leader, staying calm with your team. I, I love that. Hopefully you were able to garner some great nuggets of wisdom out of this. I really appreciate both of you guys again. I'm sure you'll be hearing from both of these guys uh, quite a few times on this podcast. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, Spartans, prepare for glory. This has been Habits of a Champion, brought to you by Agogi Fight League. Be sure to follow us all over social media on Agogi Fight League to learn more about our promotion and upcoming events. And Spartans, prepare for glory!